Blog Talk Radio.
Well, hello, hello, and hello again. This is Cecilia. Well, Sylvia, Minister Sylvia, Minister Renee, as so many of you call her, she's not available on tonight, and so I will be filling in for her. I believe she usually lets you all know that um, she will be on her um, Facebook Live and all of that, but that's not me. I will not be on Facebook. So we are here for another awesome and wonderful Monday night, and this is the second Monday of our month of May for Iron Sharpening Iron, which lines up with Proverbs 27 and 17 that declares, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens and influences another through discussion. And we're going to have some discussion and ministry on tonight for Smile 3E Presents. Um, iron sharpening iron, and you know our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And I know that we all can deal with some addition on tonight, multiplication, and all of God's men. So let's check and see if the man of God is on the line tonight. Because it is definitely Pastor Troy's night to minister to the people of God. And as Minister Sylvia always says, if you're not speaking on tonight or the speaker on tonight, please make sure that your line is uh, mute. Because if it's not muted, that's okay. I'll mute you. Again, uh, Pastor Troy, are you on the line? I am on the line. Okay, do you need any extra time? Are you ready to go? Because you're ready, be oh, no, ready, I'm, be I'm, ready, be I'm ready. ready. To, I'm ready to go. All righty. Well, I am going to turn the program over to you, sir. God bless you. Thank you so very much to Apostle Elect and to Minister Kaiser, uh, Brandon Kaiser, Renee Kaiser, Sheila Kaiser, and Apostle Elect, CC, Cecilia Kaiser, and to all those that are joining us via Blog Talk Radio as well as Facebook Live. Um, I will not be long. I'm going to get to the point, if you don't mind. I'm learning to um, kind of take my time about some things and be a little strategic when I say some things at the same time, learning to rest and to be um, be wise. You know what I mean? Uh, God bless you all. I thank you once again. If you don't mind, let's say a word of prayer, if you don't mind. Father, we thank you and we glorify you. And we give your name the praise, Father. We ask you right now in the name of Uh-oh. Jesus that you give us revelation, that you give us what's needed in the midst of what's going on, Father, that we are able to magnify your name. Father, Father, it will help us uh, in the midst of what we're going through, what we're dealing with. And Father, we thank you that you're going to be what we need, how we need, when we need it, and where we need it. And for this, we give you glory. For this, we give you praise right now in Jesus' name. Thank God and amen. Uh, once again, thank you for joining us here uh, via on the phone here, uh, Blog Talk Radio, and here via Facebook Live. Um, it's the ministry that my uh, my cousins and my family have put together, and um, I'm grateful that they trusted God in me to share with them what God has given unto us. If you can't do me a favor, if you are joining me here on Facebook Live, please like and share 
uh, like and share this. Um, I'm not going to talk long. I'm just going to say what I what God has given me to say, and then I'm going to be quiet. All right. Um, it's a little song that I've been singing all day, Auntie Margot, that I, I want to share. Um, I'm going to try to do it with my, my something like melodious voice. All right. <laughs> I heard um, my brother, known as Reverend Dr. Pepe, Puerto Rican Julio, sing this song the other day. And so it's been um, – then I heard it again this afternoon, and so I'm just going to share it, um, if you don't mind. And just let me say I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, Lord. Oh, my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King, and in what you hear, and let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ears. We exalt thee. We exalt thee, we exalt thee, O oh Lord. We exalt thee, we exalt thee, we exalt thee, O oh, oh Lord. And let it be a sweet sweet sound in your ears. Thank you. Um, just a little song on my heart. Uh, if you can go with me to First John, the first chapter, starting at the fifth verse. Bless you. All that's on here, Mama, Mama Austin, happy belay, happy birthday, and uh, Chubbs, my good friend. Um, wonderful. Thank you, Mama Austin. Did you have a Bishop Orlando Williams all the way from Charlotte, North Carolina is on here. Um, my Auntie Margot, she's on here. My Auntie Tony, she's on here. Thank God for you, you, and you. I just want to say real briefly, uh, once again, First John, the first chapter, the fifth verse to the ninth verse, just simply says this, then is the message which we have heard of them and declared unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him, and walk in darkness, we lie, and we do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. We deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So once again, I want to talk briefly about looking at my reflection. So um, we're reading the scripture, and and it's saying that we have to learn to confess our faults, confess our sins, confess where we are weak, confess where we need help, confess where things are not going right in our life, and sometimes our pride and sometimes our ego kind of stops us and halts us from really actually confessing these things because we have a hard time being wrong. Um, Mama Austin, a lot of times we are so stuck on being right that being wrong is not in our view. Now, I know that the Bible says that in our flesh 
doing no good thing. The Bible also says man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. So these particular scriptures tells us that there are no perfect there are there is there is no perfect uh human being. So that being said, we all have faults. We all we all have things that we need to talk about, things that we need to deal with, things that we need to confess, things that we need to to deal with. We need to change the way we talk, the way we walk, the way we interact with people, how we deal with people, how we think, how we how, how we interact even with ourselves, our children, our grandchildren, our husbands, our wives. There are some things that we can do better. But Auntie Tony, what tends to happen is we set up in our mind that we are right and it's it's uh it's the wrong mentality to say that you can do uh, the wrong thing because we want people to see us in perfection. You don't believe me? Watch this. In social media, what, ha- what tends to happen is you see people taking pictures and seeing that they're living their best life. They're living their best life while spending money that they do not have, trying to keep uh, keep up an appearance that they have presented to people, um, knowing that they don't even have that to really spend. They're going to take taking pictures in front of people's houses uh, as, as if to say this, this is their house from their cars. You know what I'm saying? They may be invited to sit, sit different um, events, and, and events are elegant. Events are, are at the point of uh, showing forth uh, maybe somebody has um, riches or they are, have wealth or just c- great connections. So then what tends to happen is we then connect ourselves with the, with the vision and the ambiance with not even putting in. So then we want people to have a perception of who we are, but the perception that they have is false. The Bible says this, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. In other words, what happens is we know what's right, but we want to do what we feel is right. The Bible talks about in this generation and this time that people would do things that is right in their own eyes, what's right in their own eyes, not the right thing, but what's right in their eyes. And so then, because of this particular thing, um, we're walking around and we're we're seeing a distorted uh, reflection, a distorted vision, uh, a dis- distorted uh, thought pattern of who we really are compared to what we want others to feel and think about us. So then, this scripture says we have to learn to confess. Uh, we have to look, take a look in the mirror. Watch this. The mirror is a reflection surface. Now, now, typical, typically of a glass coated with a metal amalgamate, uh, ma- a clear image. Now, the mirror is supposed to reflect a clear image of who we are, a clear understanding of what we're about, what we're saying, what we're doing. But sometimes what we find ourselves doing is because we walk in deception, because we walk in uh, 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 in, in, in places that we want to, that we're not, I know if I say we uh, speak those things as not as though they were, I'm with that. You speak these things, but a lot of times we're not speaking with truth. We're not speaking with faith. We're not speaking out, out of a place of the Lord that this is what I desire to be. We're speaking to deceive people, just speaking to deceive ourselves, because we sometimes we don't want to deal with the reality of what we're, what's going on in our life. I want to share with you, I want you to, I want you to see this, I want you to understand this. That in this world today, we live in a place of fear. Fear is so heavy. Fear is so normal. Fear is so what it is. People are scared to talk to each other. People are scared to go outside. People are scared to go down the street. People are scared to go in the next neighborhood or to the store or to the mall because it seems like everywhere we go, there is something that is happening that is causing either death, destruction, or dismay. 
Once again, there seems like to be always something that's something that's happening, death, destruction, or dismay. So then we don't want to be a part of it. So then we say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to stay in the house and stay to myself. I'm not going to speak to nobody. It's even to the point where even if you're driving and somebody is taking their time, if you toot your horn at them, you know, like, you know, wake up, pay attention. Then you got people that are getting out their cars and they're shooting at you or they're, 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 they're approaching you aggressively because even though they know they're in the wrong, they still feel some kind of way because they don't want nobody to say nothing to them because they, we've gotten so extra sensitive about things and so uh, 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 entitled to do whatever we want, how we want, with nobody saying anything to us that we get angry and we get mad. The Bible says, be angry and sin not. But then once again, we find ourselves angry and we're sinning, we're sinning at the same time. But we don't want to be told nothing. Once again, uh, how can you learn something if you're not told? How can you learn something if you, if, if you don't read to get it understand? The Bible says it's all about getting, get it understanding. Sometimes we're just not paying attention, and sometimes we have to be reminded of some things. We have to be uh, uh, made aware of some things. And then because our pride and ego don't want us somebody say nothing to us, then we're angry and we're upset, and we lash out at people. We say angry and frustrated things, and we disrespect people because we don't want to, we don't want to deal with what's going on. Watch this. You ever been to the carnival? And you went to the carnival or the circus, and they got all these different reflections in these particular mirrors. And, and so then it may make you big up top and small down low or vice versa. It may make you sideways. may make you upside down. It may, it may be a glare on it. Watch this. Sometimes I see people today when they're taking selfies. They're taking the selfies, and sometimes the, 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 the image, Mama, Mother Austin, that they're, that, they're, that they're posting is a distorted image. It's not clear. Why? Because the grease. The lotion, um, what's going on in your skin from you having your phone up to your ear is now over the camera, and it has not been wiped clean. When we learn to open up our mouth and confess, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, then you shall be saved. The confession is necessary. Confession, repentance, apology, remorse. These are things that we need to attach into our life. But the truth of the matter is we're not remorseful. We're not sorry. Like, oh, well, get over it. But watch, watch this. Watch this thing right here. We want people to get over some things. We want people to, you know, get over it and stop dealing with it. We don't talk about it. Don't bring it up until it's geared toward us. Then once it's geared toward us, we want people to, uh, uh, what you mean get over it? What you mean get past it? You, you, I got the right to be angry. I got the right, the right to walk around for 30 years, still talk about something that happened to me when I was 10. And I'm going to hold on to it because in my life I've used it as to get sympathy. Maybe I've used it to get people to look at me or treat me a different kind of way uh, um, in a better manner, which I thought because um, uh, uh, um and, and I don't want to lose this particular um, uh, place, and I believe I have in people's life. When the truth of the matter is people are looking at you in a, in a completely different manner, like there is something wrong with you. See, but we don't want to deal with the distorted image. We don't want to deal with the reality of things because it may have us to look at, our, look at things and ourselves completely different. But guess what? If you're tired of dealing with what you're dealing with, that means it's time to do something different. 
It's time to talk different. It's time to walk different. It's time to live different. It's time to give different. It's time to open up your mouth and speak in a different place. The Bible says that the power of death and life lies in your tongue. Now, we speak death over people. We speak death over, over situations, people that don't like us, jealousy and, and, and hatred and all this stuff. But then we, uh, we won't like to be spoken over us, but we speak negatively toward people. You ain't nothing. You ain't this and you ain't that. But once again, what we, what we give out, we don't want to receive in the same manner. Why do we deal with a distorted image, the, 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 a deceptive image? Let's deal with a deceptive image. That means we're looking at things. Watch this. Sometimes you have people that at once upon a time, Mama Austin, maybe you was a size six. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe you was a size seven, you know. Uh, and then now you're not a seven no more. Maybe you're a 10 or maybe you're a 12. And then what we tend to do is because we ha- we, uh, uh, we, we, we're determined to go back to that old place we buying clothes that truthfully we honestly can't fit. And so then when somebody says something to us about that, now you know that's too small. Now you know that don't fit you. Now we feel some kind of way and we are angry and we're frustrated and uh, we feel some kind of way because somebody told us something that we didn't want to hear because we have adopted the fact that we are okay with uh, living in deception. But if people love you, they don't want you to live in deception. Watch this. If I'm walking out the bathroom and I got tissue on the bottom of my shoes, why don't you tell me I got tissue on the bottom of my shoes? If I walk around and my and my pants are unzipped, why do you tell me my pants are unzipped? Or, or, or something is going on, if my breath is not as fresh as it should be, why don't you tell me that, hey, why don't you take this mint? Uh, sometimes we need to tell people to take a mint to put it in this cheek and this cheek and then put it on our tongue and don't bite it and let it suck on it to marinate down our throat because that's how sometimes my bad our breath smells. I know that's funny, but it's the truth at the same time. So then, but we don't want people to be honest with us because we have learned to de- we have learned to live in a place of lying to ourselves. So if I lie to me, then everybody else should lie to me. No, 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 that's not that's not factual. Just because you lie to yourself, don't mean that I'm gonna lie to you. But we have to be honest. We have to look in the mirror. We have to look at our reflection. Now, watch this. My mother would my mother and father would say this: when you walk out of this house. What you do, how you act, what you say is a reflection of me. We say we are Christians, Mother, Mama Austin. We say we are Christ-like, but a lot of times our actions are not Christian. They're more fleshy. Um, I heard somebody say one day, this old saying, they say, you're so heavenly bound, you ain't no earthly good. Well, you're so earthly good, you ain't no heavenly good. I mean, you're so, you're so he- earthly bound, you ain't no heavenly good. I often say, oftentimes I say this, that how is it that your spirit man is so strong and you're dealing with cleansing but your house nasty? Your car's nasty. Your, your attitude is nasty. You're mean. Uh, you, you, you are, you're, un, you're not approachable. You're not a, you're not a friendly person. Um, you're not easy to talk to, and you say, this is just who I am. But if you have Christ down on the inside of you, if you have the love of Jesus Christ down on the inside of you, it's something about the love of Christ that will make you smile, that will make you laugh, that will, that will bring joy in your heart, that you, you can't help but learn how to love other people. Uh, when we grew up myself, I've got a good friend over here, Pastor Ladoska Frank. We knew the saints of God, Auntie Margot, because they always had something positive to say. They always had the love of God that shined on them. The Bible says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father, which is in heaven. But what is the good works that the love of God is down on the inside of you, that you reflect what's down on the inside? What's down on the inside is the love of God, the patience of God, the grace of God. 
the patience of God. And sometimes we say we have these things, but the truth of the matter is they're not really embedded down on the inside. We may have felt felt it to the degree. It's like um, I've tasted it before, but I've never eaten a full meal of it. So then, therefore, it's time for us to do to stop dealing, stop deceiving ourselves, and expecting other people to deceive us at the same time. The distorted, you know, like I said, I said before, how there may be a film on it. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name, Father. Sometimes we have a film on our hearts. We have a film on our eyes. We have a film on our conversations. We have a film on things that are around us that leaves us slippery. That doesn't lead us to the place where things can be seen. Clearly, that songwriter says, I can see clearly now that the rain is gone. But we have to understand, we have to have God rain on us and cleanse us and wash us and sanctify us and purify us so that these things that have held us hostage, these things that have kept, kept uh, us in a place where we, are, we, we, we do more losing than winning so that God can do some great things in our life. Restoration is necessary. Cleansing, purification, sanctification. They say uh, they say all the time, what kind of church you go to? A Baptist church, a Pentecostal church, or a sanctified church? They say, remember that old song, Pastor Frank, uh, Restoration? What kind of church is this? This is a sanctified church. What kind of church is this? This is a sanctified church. What kind of church is this? This is a sanctified church. This is a hand clapping, foot stomping, tongue talking. Pentecostal Church of God in Christ. Yeah, I don't know if y'all remember that song. Those of you that are Kojic born, if you know that, if you, if you don't think about the Kojic life, you know, that was a song we used to sing. So then in the midst of it, it takes sanctification. But sanctification does not come until uh, admittance and repentance come. Because you cannot be sanctified over mess. You have to come, you have to confess with your mouth. You have you have to you have to admit that you need the help. You have to admit that there are changes necessary in your life because if you do not, the devil will rob you with a distorted way of looking at things. The Bible says in John 10 and 10 that the thief cometh but to steal, kill, and destroy because says, but I am come that you may have life and that more abundantly. But life more abundantly comes, Mary. It comes when you confess that you need the help. You can't help nobody that don't tell you what they say. A closed mouth don't get fed. So if I'm hungry, if I don't say nothing, how can my hunger be quenched? How can my thirst be quenched? How can my need be met? Communication is key. And people think a lot of times, Pastor Frank, because they talk a lot that they're communicating. That's not true. Some people just talk a lot. You know, the old people call it uh Somebody, uh, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, like an empty red wagon, just making a lot of noise. Empty and make a lot of noise. But we need to learn how to communicate. Watch this. You can learn how to communicate if you learn how to pray without ceasing. When you talk to God, you are communicating with him. You, that, that, you should be communicating instead of begging and asking God to fix this and do that and do this and do that. Why don't we say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I glorify you. I give your name to praise. You're a mighty God. There's none like you. I thank you for waking me up this morning and starting me on my way. I thank you for activities of my limbs. I thank you that I got eyes to see and legs to walk. I thank you that you're a great God. And there's none, hey, hallelujah, that there's nothing like you. How about that you've been a great God? You brought me over. You brought me out. You're bringing me through. How about that I'm just grateful for all the things that you have done? And, Father, And the more you do, the more thankful I am towards you. And somebody says, I am so grateful to you for all that you do. My heart is filled with praise to you. I, I, 
your gracious, that's attitude. I want to say thank you. We have to commit ourselves. That we, have, we have to change looking at our reflection. Our reflection must mimic the God that we serve. If he's your father, then why are you not mimicking? I say, I hear this all the time. You look so much like Fred Thomas. You look so much like your father. The more, the older, the older you get, the more you look more and more like Fred Allen Thomas Sr. That's just something that people should say about us with our spiritual walk. The older you get in Christ, the more your reflection is of God the Father. The more that you want to sound like him, the more, hallelujah, you want to, you, you want to worship like him. The more you want to be in his presence, the more you want to hear from him, the more you want to please him. My desire of my life is to please the God of my salvation. My, the, one of the, my natural thing is to, to make my mother and my father proud of who they raised me to be, who they trained me to be. My reflection must mimic who whose I say I am. Who do you say you are? Do you belong to Christ Jesus? Do you belong to the Father himself? Or are you just a person that say you're a part of it? But are you false flagging in, in God's house? Are you false flagging in the kingdom of God? I just came on to say for us looking at my reflection. My reflection doesn't mimic who I say I am. Does it mimic the Lord that I say I serve, that I love, that I cherish, that I'm determined to be like. That's what I came on here to say. So I came on here to talk about it. Simply this, that if you say that you have fellowship with him and you walk in darkness, you're not being honest. But if we walk in the light as he is in light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all, from all sin. I we strive Christ-like. Once again, I just came on here to talk about looking at my reflection. When you look at your reflection, who do you see? When you look at your reflection, who are you mimicking? Are you a son of God? Are you a daughter of God? Or are you the child of the enemy? So, I love you, and I appreciate you. And thank you for joining Pastor Troy here on Facebook Live, as well as Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much. I love you, and I thank God for you. And as I always say, hashtag, let us pray. God bless you. Amen, amen. Awesome message. Awesome message, Pastor, talking to us about our reflection and what we see in the mirror and making sure that what we see is our own faults, our need for change, our need to do better, and not just what we see in our eyesight, but what God is seeing through that spiritual reflection in that mirror that allows us not to see the false evidence and distorted images and deceptions. I mean, you talked about road raging. You had so many nuggets. I like how you are also reminded us about how we can tell the truth. You can tell yourself the truth. You can tell others the truth. And then the question that I have was, can you even handle the truth? But that was a whole other message. He talked about how someone can have a nasty house and also be um, nasty and mean in their spirit. And I thought about how a person could have a clean and house, uh, house that's in order 
but then their spirit doesn't match it because they're just as nasty and mean as the person with the nasty house. And then he was talking about how we needed to make sure we can communicate. And I thought about how learning to listen to what a person is actually communicating and by asking for clarity to ensure that you understand the sender's message. And that's what I love when he talked about praying and listening to God. And, oh, he has so many nuggets. Pastor, I can't go through all of your messages because you didn't already preach with all those nuggets. So I'm just going to open up the line and say the lines are open for you to share with Pastor Troy on that awesome message about our resurrection. The lines are open. Hello, this is uh, Sister Tony from uh, Texas, and I just want to uh, let Pastor Troy know that he uh, just hit all the all, all the most important points right now as we start to see the world and the way it's going, and just for us as saints to be reflective of Jesus Christ and to be self-reflective so we'll know exactly who we are and who we're representing. I just really appreciate everything. Uh, he's on and he just... He walked us through just the practical ways for us to help each other and be helped uh, and to help each other and to be cautious of what we do and what we say. Because if we are not representing Christ, then we are misrepresenting Christ, and that means that somebody will be uh, will will not really get the essence of what God is is, uh, wanting them to get. So, thank you so much. Pastor, and uh, just continue to uh, to to bring that word, that solid word, that will help us uh, be uh, to grow in grace and understanding as we continue in the work of the Lord. So, thank you, thank you so much. Bless Amen. You. Thank you so much. Anyone else want to share? Yes, uh, Pastor Troy, this is Ron. Montgomery, the other part of Tony. Hey, Thank you for that word. You, uh, I, I love the uh, scripture from First John, uh, just really letting us know that, uh, and I, it's typical of the uh, theme of this show, the iron sharpens the iron. In order for the iron to sharpen the iron, it has to come in contact with each other. That's why we have to not forsake ourselves, uh, the gathering of ourselves together. And as we do that in the Lord, we will sharpen each other. And I just want to know that uh, your message came through loud and clear to me. And thank you very much for that. It's good to hear you, Pastor. Thank you so much, Uncle. I appreciate it. Anyone else want to share? The lines are still open. I'd just like to get in here at the last minute. This is Minister Margo. I just wanted to... uh, Say hello, Saints, and I want to thank my nephew, cousin, for that wonderful word, uh, telling us to look look clearly in the mirror, see what we are reflecting on that, so that we can, like he does, reflect his, his natural father, that we want to reflect our spiritual father. So thank you for those words. God bless you.
Amen. Thank you, Minister Martyr. Anyone else would like to share? Okay, while we're waiting for um, anyone else that would like to share, I'm going to hold off on our messages uh, of what we're going to do for the rest of the week and just check in with Pastor Troy and see are there any places that you're going to be ministering at or any places you're going to be emceeing at that you want to let the listeners know about. Um, I know you're still in your uh, rehab for the restoration um, for the major heart surgery that you had, but are there any places um, or even your service that you have at your church on Sundays that you want to tell our listeners about? Oh, well, we, we, we do. Uh, I am still in. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I did, y'all. Um, I found myself in what, they, what I considered known as Braxton Hicks. I share this with uh Uncle James, I told him simply this. I said, you know, Braxton Hicks women that have babies, those those false uh, labor pain mm-hmm. things, right? And so then what I did, Apostle Leck, was my outer being was saying, oh, you're doing real good. You're moving real swiftly. But my inside was saying, don't listen to him. He's tricking you, playing. And so then I didn't listen to the inside and was attention to the outside and found myself back in the emergency room. And then for a week or so, I was my body was really down because I was maybe doing not maybe but I was doing more than I should have, and I should have been resting a little more and just saying no. So I've got a few phone calls to come and preach, and I told them I don't you know, and give me about six months and invite me back. But I'm going to sit down and rest and um, let my body recuperate because I don't want to fall back. I don't want to go backwards. God, as God is bringing me forward, to go backwards is unnecessary. Because his bringing me forward is a testimony, highly thank you, Jesus, glory to God, of how great and good he is. You know what I'm saying? And so then we don't want to, I don't want to fight what he's doing. I want to go with what he's doing. And, some, and the obedience is necessary. Obedience is necessary. And uh, my, I have to bail them that has rule over me, which is my doctors, as well as uh, my pastor, Bishop Hudson, and um, a few other pastors, leaders that I, I submit myself to, to be still and be quiet and just chill out. And that's what that's why I was not on here long. I had a whole lot more I could have said. I want to just say what I believe the major points that God has given me and to um get to the point and sit down. So but we still are having our two thirty PM service on Sundays. And uh, even now I'm doing those of us that went to the missionary Church of God in Christ over sixty ninth in Union, uh, know that missionary Hindenburg Jones <laughs> would sit on the side of the table and that's how she would preach. And so that's what we're doing too. We know <laughs> We sit on the side of the table, and we are preaching for the next couple of months just so that we can gain our balance and the necessary strength if God God deals with us with restoration and complete healing. So keep praying for Pastor Troy um, that I I obey God, and even though it may be a little strange and what I'm not used to these first 47 years of my life, kind of go where I want to go, do what I want to do, but rest and restoration is necessary. And thank you all so very much, Auntie Tony, Uncle James, Auntie Margo, uh, Apostle Elect, for your encouraging words. It's, it's, a, it's a place of uh, gratitude for your family. And even for, you know, um, we are cousins. Yes, we are. But I respect you. I honor you guys for your love. Um, I, could, I couldn't help it. That's what, that's what Sandra taught me. That's what Fred taught me. 
you respect your elders, you respect your, and you love your family because that's what's necessary. So I thank you guys for your encouraging words. I thank you for what you're saying, and I do take it as encouragement and love toward me. Thank you so much. Amen, and thank you for sharing how you've listened to God and the people of God, and I could hear the wisdom um, that you were speaking that even acknowledges that you heard the communication of restoration and uh, all of those things. So thank you for the wisdom. It's very important to know that uh, we have a man of God that is not only speaking wisdom and he's receiving wisdom, he's then sharing it with us. So thank you, Pastor. Um, Don't forget, Iron Sharpening Iron is every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Iron Sharpening Iron is the third Monday. Oh, we have an awesome privilege of having another awesome speaker, and that is Minister Margo McCoy. My God, she's a great teacher. Um, Not only was she a teacher in her earthly job, but she's a teacher of God. So please tune in to hear her. And then every Friday morning, as Pastor Troy already said, you can hear the prophet, the Puerto Rican, um, Prophet Antoine, or you can hear Minister Sylvia, the the motorcycle rider. Uh, But she's definitely, um, her and him are partnering on Friday nights to make sure that you can hear them on Let's Talk where they minister at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So call in to hear the prophetic Puerto Rican, Prophet Antoine, or our motorcycle rider, Minister Sylvia. They both love the Lord with all their hearts, and you can definitely hear that when they speak. And then you can call in on Sunday mornings where it's uh, myself, Cecilia, with Minister Sheila, uh, and sometimes even Minister Margot steps in and helps us out. Thank you, Jesus, for her. And then we're still awaiting Minister Kaiser. We know he has some brand-new twins, identical girls, so he's doing oh, yes. that full-time daddy, full-time husband thing. Uh, for those of us who forgot about it, I don't miss it. He has babies that are less than two years old, so I'm praying for him. Um, so please. Join us, and that is on Sundays at 9.30 a.m., and that's Central Standard Time, or 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, so far, those are still the three ministries, um, uh, programs that we are having. And on tonight, we have the awesome, awesome privilege of God of having past servant Pastor Troy minister to us while he's being restored He even showed us and shared with us the things that God is talking to and dealing with him about for restoration and wisdom. So we say thank you, Pastor Troy. And with that, uh, we've already said what our foundational scripture is, which is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So, Pastor Troy, can you please pray for us? And then we'll uh, end the program for tonight until um, Friday night. 
Yes, I will. Thank you so very much. Once again, I uh, thank God for the opportunity to share what God has given us with his people and with our family. Um, you know, I, I tell people all the time, I'm glad to be a sea bear. <laughs> yeah. I know my last name, Thomas, but I still got some sea bear in it. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful for the God that's been, that's, that was, that was put down on the inside of us. And, um, my, my, I don't know about y'all, but my faith has been tested in this. And every day I say, Lord, help increase my faith. And if I, and if I have not been styled my unbelief, because I'm desiring to please you in every aspect of my life. And because, because of what was put down on the inside of us as a, as a, as me as a child. And even some of us that's been on here that were once younger and now, uh, as we get older, as our, as our children and grandchildren come up, that we still want to do the same thing that was done for us to introduce them to the God of our salvation. So let's say a word of prayer. Father, we thank you and we glorify you. We give your name the praise for the opportunity, Father, to share your word. Father, your word says, your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. And Father, we thank you for your word. Your word brings instruction. It brings help. It brings strength. It brings love. It brings deliverance. It brings freedom. It brings love. It brings every, every aspect that we need of nourishment naturally and physically. So, Father, we thank you that we will not walk around in the place of malnutrition. But, Father, all we have to do is open up our mouth, talk to you, share with you what we need. And, Father, you'll give us exactly what we need, how we need it, and where we need it. Father, we thank you that Grandma would say you may not come when, you want, when we want you. But, Father, we thank you that you are always on time, in time for what we need and how we need it. Father, we thank you right now that we are, as we lay down, as we sit, as we rest, Father, that, that our bodies will be rejuvenated, be restored, be refreshed, so that when we rise on tomorrow, we're able to go about our duties, our duties, what we promised to do, what we are commissioned to do. And, Father, we thank you that that tomorrow will be a day that we've never seen. But, Father, we, we walk and we we, we, uh, we are in anticipation of your presence, of your greatness, of your love, of, of your favor uh, abundantly. And, Father, for this we give you praise, for this we give you glory. We bind all spirits of backlash and retaliation. Satan, you are lying, and the blood of Jesus is against you right now. You are lying, and the blood is against you. You are lying, you are lying, you are lying. You've been exposed. You, 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 you've been exposed, and we thank God for what he's doing, and it shall be done. I pray for every individual that's on this, that was on the live, that's on this call, for those that started it, and Father, we thank you that you're working a good work down on the inside of us. And for this, we give you glory. For this, we give you praise right now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank God and amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone. And I have one thing to ask you before you go off uh, the air. Tonight, before you go to sleep, I ask you to pray for Pastor Troy during his restoration and his rehabilitation. Yeah. Special prayer on tonight. Please do that for yeah. me. And I know you will because we're all family and we love that Seabury DNA. So love you all. Yeah. So until Friday. Love you guys so much. Bye-bye. Bye.